Hey guys, welcome back to yet another episode in this podcast. This is your host, De La Sabio. I'm happy to be back with you guys another week. Over the past few weeks or so, I have just been feeling at my best. I haven't felt this way in such a long time. I would say a few years. I remember the last time I did feel like this was probably when I was in college and I was working out consistently. And there's just something about doing incorporating physical activity within your schedule that helps you overall in every aspect of your life and I've been reaping the benefits of walking I've talked to you guys about that last week in the podcast episode where I've been walking and just by walking one hour no really I try to do every day um but I've been missing like one or two days of the week, which is not bad at all. And not only am I losing weight, but I'm also feeling a lot better mentally, physically. Anyways, that's just a little tad bit. I'm going to play this role, this little ad right here, and let's get into our conversation right after. Don't forget, while you're listening to this ad, take that opportunity to listen to get your water, your tea, or your coffee so we can kind of just kick it. This is our time to kick it for the week. So let's just make it real personal. Let's just kick it together. So before we get into today's conversation, I just want to let you know this one thing, this praise break report. We have a lot more members in our family. Our audience for this podcast has spiked up within the last few months. We've been recording for about over a little over two years now, and I've never seen the number spike up so so high the way it has in the last few months. I just want to take that time to thank the Lord because there's something that happens when you dedicate whatever you're doing back to God. And so I just want to thank y'all for listening. I want to thank y'all for supporting. I want to thank you guys for just being in the family and just following through the journey and just taking these things back and applying it back to your business and your spiritual walk with the Lord. And special welcome to those who have just joined the family. Welcome to the family, the Bridging Faith and Business family. We've prayed for you. I've been praying for you. I've been got on my knees and prayed for this moment and to even help out and be an assistant to your spiritual and business walk. So I just want to share that, leave that car right there, park it right there. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So today's conversation is going to be circled around a few things that I've been doing within this month alone that has been helping me balance my life. As you guys know, I am assistant pastor. I am a businesswoman. I have this podcast. I have my YouTube channel. I have the cookie business and I just have a lot of blessings pouring down. And with a lot of blessings that you have to manage and steward, 
sometimes it can be a little overwhelming. Sometimes it can feel like you just have so much to do with little bit of time. And I just want to let you know that I know how that feels. And a lot of the times I subjected immediately into hiding from the world and staying in my corner because I felt so consumed by the cares of life. I felt so consumed with all the responsibilities that were yelling at me, get me done. And so within this month, I've done a few things in my life to help me um, get things in order and to help me balance, balance, (laughs) balance life in general. Now, of course, I couldn't have done these things without the help of the Holy Spirit. The Bible lets us know that the Holy Spirit is our teacher, our guider, and our counselor. It helps us and it guides us into all truth. I could not, could not get it done without the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has led me to do practical things that you and I can do on it any day, probably even right now or after listening to this podcast to change and help balance your world as a whole. So the first thing I want to talk to you guys about is incorporating fasting, incorporating fasting in your life. Now, the scripture tells us that some things only come out through prayer and fastings. And I believe that those some things are not only spirits, but those some things are the things that are inside of us, like habits, thoughts, systems that we are so used to that is not pleasing to the Lord and it's not helping us meet the mark or It is not helping us advance in business and be the best version of ourselves in the Lord. It's just a jacked up system that we have. And I believe that fasting allows you, fasting gives you like a new pair of goggles where you can look in the mirror and see different things within yourself. Fasting gives you the ability to make time with God and be, uh, be, be, uh, be more conscience of spending time with God. It's something that you do voluntarily. Now, when you're fasting, you just want to be with God more. When you're not fasting, you're, you're, Again, you it's so easy to be consumed by the cares of this world, by the affairs of life and everything else around you. Netflix, Google, social media, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. It's so easy to get swallowed up with everything like advertisements telling you how to think, what to eat, how to dress, what you want, what you don't want, how to say things, what you don't want to say, when to travel. You have advertisements, you have the media just telling you who you are. But fasting allows you to make time with God. Fasting allows you to move aside from the world and step inside of the secret room. Fasting allows you to gather your thoughts and be clear and be alert and be um be in tune with the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. It allows you to 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 receive those spiritual goggles as I was talking about and so that you can see yourself and the things that you probably would not have seen 
if you were not fasting. Fasting is grace. It's that mysterious connection that connects you with God. It's that thing that that allows you to get closer to him and grow deeper with him. Now, just from experience, what I've seen within this fast, I've had so many moments. I mean, a list of things that I have realized within this fast alone that I did not see at all to be a problem when I was not fasting. There is something amazing that happens when you put away food, you stop eating completely, and you focus on the things that of God, like reading the word a lot more and putting more time to prayer. And instead of binging on, on action movies and, and Real Housewives of Atlanta and the Bad Girls Club and whatever people be watching these days instead of binging on these things that are that are subconsciously um recreating your brain cells really instead of binge watching these negative shows that will harm you spiritually you binge watch spiritual nourishment like biblical movies and there are some fun cute comical movies that are Christian that is not you know boring and there's so many different options and I can definitely leave you guys some suggestions in the show notes but there's something amazing that happens when you shut out the world shut out the media shut out food turn away your plate and focus on God when I tell you there were simple little things that I saw. The main thing, which is going to lead me into what I want to tell you guys today, is that within this fast, at the beginning, the Lord um, spoke to me and he said to me that it is possible for you to be debt free by the end of the year. That was the word of the Lord to me as I was driving one day and I felt that in my belly so hard. Like I just felt that like when he said that to me, I was like, that is the Lord. Like I know in no shape or form thinking about um, money. I'm not thinking about debt. I ain't thinking about any of that. I'm just thinking about just to get by. Like, let me just go ahead and just do what I got to do. Cause everything is, is, is okay. It could be better, but it's okay. And so when the Lord spoke this to me, it opened me to, to look at my life financially. It opened up to, to the door for me to evaluate my financial decisions. And so immediately after that, a week later, <laughs> literally, it probably, yeah, a week later. No, y'all, I think it was a few days later. A few days later. Yeah, literally, a few days later. One of my good friends, and I love her to death. She don't understand how on time she is with what God be saying to me. She had no idea what God said to me. And I don't think anybody else know. I don't think I shared it with anybody. Probably just Lou. Um, but she handed me this book. And this book 
is titled Get Good With Money by Tiffany Alish. And um, this book right here, I mean, she spoke about it to me before and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. But when she handed it to me, I said, okay, God. So I know you speaking because you literally told me a few days ago that it is possible for me to be debt free by the end of the year. And I didn't have any idea on how to start my, my journey into becoming debt free. And so here's my friend as she gives me this book. And I suggest that everybody listening to this podcast, anytime, whether it's in five years, 10 years, 15, it don't matter. You need to stop and order this book. You need to get this book, Get Good With Money. It gives you 10 simple steps to becoming financially whole. And I'm not even completely done with chapter one. And I'm already like, Wow. Making calls to the credit card company. Um, Today, I found myself working on my budget. I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over the place, but I'm really excited. So this book led me to um, work on my budget. So one of the things that dreaded me from looking at my budget wholeheartedly is because I didn't want to see the numbers. I know that my decisions in managing my money sucked really bad, but I did not, and I didn't want to face it. That's why I I dreaded the process of even budgeting because I know I was not good at it, but how can I get good at something if I'm not going to face it? And so reading this book, she just made me feel so comfortable. She made me feel like human. She made me feel like we're in this together. Like just how she shares her story, how, you know, I'm not going to tell you, but how she shares her story on who where she has come from, um, from like having nothing to building herself back up to being where she is now. It inspired me to begin my own journey financially because it's something that God has been speaking to me already. And so this season alone has been a season of recovery, a season of recovering and also reconciling with my management skills, with my financial management skills. And this speaks to stewardship, right? People think stewardship is something fancy, but stewardship literally means managing. How well do you manage anything? How well do you manage your business? How well do you manage your life? How well do you manage your finances? And that's where I am right now, managing my finances. So y'all, I took the moment and I was working on my budget today and I, I looked at the money coming in and the money coming out and I almost cried. I did not know that it was that bad. Like, I was just like, oh, no, we got to get better. I mean, where I thought the money was going, it was going somewhere else. And I'm I'm speaking like about $700 to $800 being spent miscellaneously on things that I do not need in the moment that can be put to other places like investment and other bills that needs to be paid. But instead it's being spent miscellaneous because I got it. And, you know, I don't really see it. I don't know where it's going. And, you know, I got a little few bucks in my pocket. So let me just spend it right now because I'll get more eventually. And YOLO, you only live once, which is true. You only do live once, but that's also a lie. Uh, a, a statement that I've been using in my head to manipulate how I use and manage my money. 
when I want and 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 I was talking when I was preaching this past Sunday, I was talking to the congregation of some of them like money talks to you. Money will say, don't worry, you can do this. Um, go get you that coffee you want. Go ahead and order you that that bedroom set that you want. If, even though you're not going to have no money after that to pay your bills, you deserve it. You tired. You stressed. You worked hard for this. This is your hard earning money. And you have to have the ability to say, you know what? I'm going to have authority over my money. Money should work for me. And not I'm going to be working for money. And so just by reading this book, and just having that revelation from the Lord that it is possible for me to be debt free by the end of the year, being that I'm in this situation of being self-employed, it is possible, says the Lord, for me to be debt free by the end of the year. And if that's the word for me, I believe that it's also the word for you. It is possible for you to be debt free as a whole, period. It is possible. That is God's will for you. John 10, 10 tells us that God came, God came to give us life in that more abundantly. And how can you live life and be in debt? The Bible also tells us that we are slaves to our debtors. We are slaves to whoever we owe money to. And so right now I find myself being bond, being chained to banks because I owe them money, student loans, because I owe them money. And I don't necessarily like that feeling. I want to step on the other side of freedom and wholeness of financial, where I don't owe anybody anything, where I can generate my income and actually donate it to a school without feeling bad. Like I'm not going to, like, I'm going to be jeopardizing my, my finances because I may not have enough. And so one thing that I learned also within this process of getting um, financial financially whole is that we as humans, we are we are prone to make mistakes, but it's it's also how you look at the mistakes. Now you can say, I am I am a bad manager and I'm never gonna get better. Or you can say, I'm a bad manager right now. But there's room to grow. There's room to get to improve. There's room to get better. And that's where I am right now because there was a few seconds of a difference of, of me going into a whole a different place of self-condemnation. And I learned that anybody who wants to be debt-free can be debt-free. You have to want it. You have to want to be free. You have to want to step on the other side and be completely whole. It is possible to be completely free from bondage. And I believe that debt is equal equals bondage. Like, yes, you're free, you're walking around, but whatever you're making that that payment to, that those credit cards, those those extra things that you have to pay to, they're keeping you bound. And it may feel like you're paying them little by little and they give you the, the minimum payment so you can be okay. But they're also banking with interest, they're, they're banking on the high interest rates and things like that. But to put things in a simple way, in order to be whole, you first have to admit to yourself that you have a spending issue or there's a problem here. It doesn't necessarily have to be a spending issue, right? Because there can be other things like 
there you can have a problem of not making enough money, right? And spending money that you don't have. Now that's a problem. Now, whatever the problem is, you first have to be able to admit that there's a problem here and you need help. And so once you you admit that to yourself and of and another person have someone to keep you accountable. I think that was the one of the most important things for me because usually I'm just doing it by myself, but find someone that can help you, like someone that can help you stay account to what you're trying to do. I'm not talking about just a friend, a real friend that will be like, "Sis, you don't need that coffee. You don't need to if you don't have that extra $50, Don't put it on your credit cards. Do not spend money that you don't have. Pay off the credit card and only use it when you have money. So in that moment, you can pay it off immediately and increase your uh, credit score. But don't rack up on credit cards. Take it from me. Take it from me. Do not. Do not. Do not. Rank up. Rack up your credit cards. Because you can, especially if you don't have the money to pay it back in the moment. I am telling you, you don't want that. You're going to have creditors call you and that is equal to harassment. They will call you like 10 times a day and you could sit there and deny the cause all day. But that little feelings of self-condemnation and the shame and, and feeling embarrassed will come upon you because you made a mistake in your finances and you can't repay the money in the moment because you decided to just splurge knowing you did not have the money to pay back or that excuse that we have like let me just go ahead and get me this 150 dollars and let me pay it later when i get the money no that's that's man or, or let me pay it later when i get my income tax that's one of the biggest lies we tell ourselves because when income tax come our eyes grow so big and we see the numbers and we go do completely, we do something different with the money. We go and splurge and buy new sneakers and buy new this and buy new that. And we have all these bills sitting in the corner. Can we be honest with ourselves? Let's shame the devil because we have to do different. We have to do better. We have to, because Years from now, when you when your children grow up, when your children go up, if you do have children right now, or if you're in the process in planning to have children, what are your children going to, what are the benefits that they're going to be left with? Are they going to be left with debt from you? Are they going to be left with bills to pay? Are they going to be left with um, equity and and um are they going to be left with uh bitcoins and stocks and all these things in the in their names are they going to be left with business are they going to be left with property to leverage from or are they going to be left with debt like mom didn't get life insurance my parents didn't get life insurance so therefore we got to put a gofundme together real quick right now because we need the money to put their 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 funeral services and you don't want that like that's the worst thing ever like why would you want to grieve like in the process of grieving somebody and then having to even think about how to come up with the finances to bury them like i think about things like that like we got to we got to do better y'all and i'm like looking at everything do i have this do i have that in order do i have this why isn't this set up why am i just do like and and 
this is this is all driving <laughs> deriving from the fact that i ch- i chose to consecrate consecrating means to abstain from i i chose to fast and fasting gives you that spiritual goggle it gives you spiritual lens to see what is within and to see what is around you and to see what is outside we all need that moment but if i did not make the decision to fast during these times, y'all. I guarantee you, this will not be an issue that I'll be able to see. And I'll just be living my life, spending money I don't have, not not having a budget, dodging the credit calls. Can I just be honest? Because sometimes we feel like everybody got it all together because they got a platform or everybody got it together because they have this and they have that. But that does just because you have money don't mean you have good management skills. You can have all the money in the, in the world, but lack management, lack stewardship. So money is not the problem. It's management. And I believe that in these days, God wants to teach us how to manage. And we can pray about these things all we want. But faith without work is dead. God, make me a good steward. Make me a good steward. Make me a good steward. The very next second. Ooh, ice cream. You know what? I owe it to myself. Let me go get ice cream the next day. Ooh, shoes. I know I just got ice cream yesterday, but let me go and get this for myself because I just want to look cute. And then the next week. God, make me a good steward. God, make me a good steward. God, make me a good manager. God, make me a good this. God, make. How can God help you with something if you're not helping him help you? You have to help him help you. Yes, he's God, but he's not a forceful God. He's a gentleman. It is impossible to please him without faith. And having faith in the situation is saying, you know what? God, Make me a good steward and show me how to manage my money. Show me how to manage my finances. Show me how to manage my business. And as he's showing you, he will show you little things like your your spending habits. He will show you little things like perhaps your attitude. When, When you feel down and you feel like you need to go splurge, then you will just pick up your credit cards and you'll go spend everything on it. To the max because it's there. He will show you little things like that. And so you have to be able to be wise and partner up with what he's showing you to say, you know what? I think this is a problem. So let me get some help. Let me go ahead and order this book on Amazon. Get good with money. Let me let me surround myself around people who are also echoing the same thing. So on YouTube, I usually have people who are doing mukbangs and people who are doing uh try-ons and people who are doing this and that and traveling and stuff like that. So instead of doing that, what I'm gonna do is I'm going to I'm going to subscribe to financial channels, subscribe to people who just bought their own homes in cash. I'm going to subscribe to channels where are Dave Ramsey, who is a Christian financial advisor. I'm going to uh, listen to different TED Talks on finances and how to save money. I'm going to binge watch 
people who have got themselves out of debt so it can serve as a motivation and inspiration to me because I don't have that around me right now. No one around me is is getting out of debt. Everyone around me is, is digging themselves into debt and I want to dig out of it. So I'm going to surround myself because anytime you think about you surrounding yourself nowadays, it's not really your circle of who's around you physically, it's who you're listening to online. And so I want you to take heed to that, to look at who you're following online. What are you doing? Who are you speaking to? Who are you listening to? How are they feeding you? How are their their spending habits that you see on their YouTube channel affecting your world? Look back at your subscription list to see what are some things that you're paying for that you didn't even know you were still paying for. Are you still paying for that gym membership that you never went to for three years? If it's $20 a month, that's like a whole lot of money that you could have saved onto. You know what I'm saying? So $20 a month for a year, that's $240. And if you're still paying for that gym membership and it's been three years, child, that's $720 in three years that you gave voluntarily, happily to the gym and you wouldn't even know because they don't even tell you, thank you for your payment this month. They just take that thing out just like a thief in the night. (laughs) Okay, so I invite you, let's get financially whole. Let's make better money decisions. Let's face the fact that we may have a problem. Well, rightfully so. But we have an area, we have room to improve. We can do better. This is not the end. Let's not have our children grow up and our children come to the face of this earth and us be stuck in debt and still collecting debt. Let's try to dig out of this. God wants us to be whole. I believe in the scripture, John 10, 10, God has come to give us life and that more abundantly and to be bound and chained to something is not life. I believe that life and that abundantly has to do with being financially free from debt including your student loans, because once upon a time, I did not see my student loans as as being debt. I'm be honest. The Lord spoke to me a few years ago and he said, is my student debt was going is going to be paid in full. And because he said that to me, I misinterpreted how it was going to be done or yeah, I just didn't know how it was going to be done. So I didn't do nothing about it. I just stopped paying it as a whole. Don't do that. Don't do that. Again, faith without work is dead. I had the faith but I wasn't working towards it. I wasn't doing anything to help me and to help me meet um, what the Lord was saying. And I'm not saying that God is not able to do it or you have to, you know, it, it, it doesn't mean that I didn't have the faith and for God to completely do it himself, but the Lord led me to so many opportunities to help me pay for the student loans. And I refused to because the I believed that it was going to be paid in full. And I was just waiting for a magical way that it was going to be paid in full by the Lord. But he never said it to me. And he, I misunderstood what he said. He, he let me know that it was going to be paid in full. But he also led me to the streams of income on how it was going to be paid in full. So what I did was I received the income, but I put them in other places, which neglected neglected the student loans from being paid in full. See what I mean? 
I hope that makes sense. So on today, I just wanted to share that with you. I wanted to invite you to think about this a little bit different. And if I can do it, you can do it also. I had, um, I was on a phone today with uh, my credit cards and I'm in the process of closing them and completely paying them down, paying them off completely 100% and being done with credit cards. <laughs> I am done with spending money I don't have. If I don't have it, I am not spending it. And I'm trying to, I, I am devoted to being on my way to wealth, to not just wealth, but sustainability, uh, management, stewardship, and growth. And I know for a fact that I can't do that by buying everything on Amazon. And this is one major thing that I'm doing, y'all. I am canceling my Amazon subscription. That $14.14 a month, it magically grows into $200, $300 every month. And I can't have that no more. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. I got a whole business to run and you telling me $300 is missing from my pocket miscellaneously because I'm paying that $14.14 for Prime membership every month. I'm sorry, but I don't need it right now. We gonna tighten up in every way so we can meet the goal of being debt free. So y'all, I pray that you were blessed. I pray that you go and get this book, Get Good With Money. I don't usually recommend a lot of resources unless it's really good and beneficial. And this is something that I'm reading myself and I'm applying everything that this woman is saying in this book, I am applying. Like I done marked up this book and I'm only in page, I'm up to what page? Let me tell you right now, I have the book right here. Page 51. And it is, it hurts, but it makes me feel better in knowing that I am on my way to being debt free. So I invite you to join me in this road of being debt free. And let's not, let's not hide from the elephant in the room. Let's address the elephant. Hey, money, let me tell you something. I'm the boss here. Now you gonna work for me. I'm not working for you no more. All right. Can we do that? All right, y'all. So that is it for today's episode. I love you guys. Please do not forget if you are new here and you have been blessed, I invite you to leave a, a what is it, a recommendation? I forget what is it called. Um, a review. Leave a review down below. And I invite you to come and join me in my journey in YouTube. Come and hear about my testimonials and what God has been doing in my life and how he has been doing it with all the graphics because shout out to the graphic people, to the seers. You know, I'm a seer. I got to see things. I'm a visual learner. I see it. So that is all for today. If you have a praise report you want to share, please email it to me at Dela at DelaSabio.com so we can celebrate with you. So y'all, with that being said, I love you. Have an amazing week. This has been a nice time and kicking it with y'all. And I will see you next week, which will be the first week of May. And guess what? 
our episode will be launching on May 5th. Our next episode will be launching on May 5th. Cinco de Mayo. All right, y'all. Have a great week and we'll talk then. Bye, y'all.